of Impact Today. My name's Mark. This is my lovely wife, Victoria. We are excited to be with you today teaching the Word of God. Let me remind you to uh, go to our website at impacttoday.tv. Visit us. Uh, you can find um, <clears throat> episodes from the past. All our episodes are uploaded onto our website. You can listen to us on the podcast. Uh, avail yourself of the information there. It'll be a blessing to you. We've been uh, teaching for a couple of weeks now. This will be our third session on the subject of anxiety. Freedom from anxiety. Yes. Freedom from worry. And last week we looked at this scripture in Psalm chapter 37, verse 8, which says, Do not fret. It only causes harm. We talked about how fretting, worrying, being uneasy, overly concerned, anxious mm -hmm. all the time. It only causes harm. What kind of harm? All kinds of harm. Uh, it causes depression. Mm -hmm. It brings a demonic oppression, demonic torment, um, harassment. It can bring on physical Absolutely. illness as well. Even doctors will tell you that many of the diseases that people suffer with, the root cause of them is worry. Yeah. Actually, the other day I was seeing a guy interviewed uh, on television. He is a uh, psychologist, mm -hmm. and during, uh, you know, we don't know when you're going to be seeing this, but there's been a health crisis in the world with the, the, the coronavirus epidemic, and they were just talking about how so many people are they're shut into their homes, and they're not taking care of themselves mentally. Right. You know, and the doctor said this. He said, you need to practice mental hygiene just like you practice physical hygiene. Wow. You know, you you know, if you're in contact with germs and sicknesses and diseases, what do you do? You go wash your hands, you disinfect, and all of that. You need to do the same thing with your mind. How do you do that? The Word of God. Amen. Amen. So, Proverbs twelve twenty five was another scripture we mentioned. Mm -hmm. Anxiety in the heart of man causes depression. Yeah. So if you're given to worry and you're given to anxiety, what's going to follow right behind that? Depression. Depression. We don't want that. Mm -hmm. So today we're going to look at Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 through 8, and we're going to read it to you in the Passion Translation. Yes. If it sounds passionate, it's because it's the Passion Translation. <laughs> it says, Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude Tell Him every detail of your life. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. There's so much in there. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about scriptural things that we can all do to keep ourselves in a place of peace so that we don't end up going down that road to high anxiety, anxiety disorder. So let's take it one by one. 
the first one in verse six says, don't be pulled in different directions. Yes. I don't know about you, but when I wake up in the morning, mm -hmm. as soon as my mind is engaged, it starts going in all different directions. This is telling us don't be pulled in different directions. This mm -hmm. reminds me of the ancient uh, Christians who mm -hmm. wrote books about prayer. What did they have to say about this? Well, they had a, a term that they called recollection. Now today, in modern English, uh, recollection just means to remember. Mm -hmm. But there they used it as uh, describing prayer, a method of prayer where you recollect, or in other words, recollect yourself. Mm -hmm. And so that's gathering all your scattered thoughts, bringing them under subjection, and focusing on the presence of the Lord who's inside of you and just sitting and waiting in His presence. Personally, for me, I find it helpful, you know, because sometimes you hear people talk about this and they say, oh, when these thoughts come, push them away. I personally find it helpful to have a pen and paper mm -hmm. and every time my thoughts go somewhere, write it down. Because what's happening is your brain is throwing all these things at you that it wants you to remember later, mm -hmm. but now is not the time. Right. And if you have a pen and paper and you can write those things down, it kind of clears them out of the way. I, I think that's very important. I've, I've actually heard of another man of God who talked about that. Because especially if you have a lot of responsibilities, you know, you don't want to be irresponsible, right? right? So if you're praying and you're seeking the Lord and this comes to your, your mind, oh, i got to take care of that. Mm -hmm. You can do one or two things. You can possibly literally push it out of your mind and then forget about it altogether. You and need not to get, get it done. And, yeah. never, and never get it done. Or you can write it down on a piece of paper, make a list, and then push it out of your mind, right. knowing that after you're done spending time with the Lord, you're going to come there. back to that list of things right. to do. It'll be there waiting for you. Yeah. Yeah, we have a friend. He says, if you think it, ink it. Yeah. Ink it. <laughs> yeah. Write it down. Of course, today it would be different. Make a note on your Make phone. Make a note on your phone. Yeah. yeah. So that's uh, number one. <clears throat> gather yourself. Don't be pulled in different directions. Gather yourself, mm -hmm. right? And then it goes on to say, or worried about a thing. Do not be worried about a thing. Just you, one thing? Anything. Nothing. You mean I can't worry about just one thing? No, not one thing. Mm -hmm. Now, if you have a worry habit, this could be hard to break. Mm -hmm. There's something that I like to say, and that is, if you have a word from God, then you don't have to worry. So instead of just trying to like mentally push your worry away, uh, you could actually make a, another list mm -hmm. of your worries. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's one thing I like about Mark. When I come to him to tell him, I'm worried. He asks me, what are you worried about? And he asked me that so that then we can look to the Word of God together. Mm -hmm. Because if you have the Word of God, it will cancel out the worry. Yes. You know, this. I remember one morning, as soon as I got up, all these worries started coming to me. And I, I went straight to him. And I said, I'm worried. I'm worried about this. I'm worried about this, this. And one by one, we took them. Mm -hmm. And we reminded ourselves what the Word of God says about it. And then it cancels them out. Amen. Did you mm -hmm. want to say something? Well, the scripture says here uh, 
in 2 Corinthians 10.4. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, or you could also say imaginations, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. So, if you're having all of these thoughts come to you, like she, Victoria says, you could write them down, but then compare those thoughts to the Word of God and say, I'm taking care of this thought with the Word. The Word says this. If you allow those thoughts to persist in your mind and stay there, then you're going to continue to worry. You're going to have an imagination that's not helpful. And then it can become that stronghold. The stronghold, yeah. And then you're you're in full-fledged anxiety mode. Mm -hmm. And we don't want that. So gather yourself. Mm -hmm. Get a word for each worry. Mm -hmm. If you're in the habit of worrying, you may have to cast down a thought literally every 10 seconds. Yeah. But if you will do that over and over again, <laughs> It'll be easier and easier. Actually, I have uh, a friend of mine who shared this story with me. He was having panic attacks. Mm. Uh, this is years ago. He just shared this with me not too long ago. And he was actually sitting with a bunch of people. And um, all of a sudden, he started having all these symptoms in his body. Like, is this a heart attack? What's going on here? Mm -hmm. What's going on? And uh, he was praying, and he called his pastor up. And he told his pastor what was going on. He says, you know, I'm going to go get myself checked out and everything, but I just wanted you to know I'm going to pray, or I want you to pray for me. And immediately that pastor had a word for him. Mm. He's having a panic attack. Mm. He's having an anxiety panic attack. And sure enough, he went to the hospital and found out that's exactly what had happened. And so... He called the pastor up. He says, now, tell me what exactly you were thinking about at that moment. And he already knew the pastor was going to talk to him like this. So he was already starting to think about the word and all this. And he said, now, you might not want to hear this, but I want you to make a mental note of what you're thinking about throughout the day. Not just in that moment, but throughout the day. And so he did. And he came to the real the he had to face the reality that he was allowing his mind to just go anywhere he it wanted to, anytime. And he said to beat these panic attacks, to beat anxiety, he had to almost like every ten seconds he had to quote the word. Yes. He'd find his mind going here. Ah, nope, come back here. And he'd quote the word. He'd find his mind going over here. Nope, come back here. And he'd quote the word. And he said, it left my life. But he had to do what you're yeah, just saying there. Yeah, I mean, there. there's no really shortcut. Mm -hmm. uh, there's no free ticket right. <laughs> to the desired results. You have to have a word that's, this book that we talked about last time, mm -hmm. In Him by Kenneth Hagin, is full of good scriptures that you can quote and meditate mm -hmm. on that will just make you stable. Mm -hmm. Amen? Yeah. So don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Number three, be saturated in prayer throughout the day. I love this one because I love 
to pray in the Spirit. Mm -hmm. And when we pray in the Spirit and we give ourselves to times of praying in the Spirit, what happens? We're saturated yes. by the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Filled up. Amen. Amen. Praise God. We can do that anytime. You know, that's one thing that you have complete control over. That's right. There's so many things that you don't have any control over. Mm -hmm. But you have control over how much you're going to pray in the Spirit. And let me just say this. Even when Victoria was struggling with anxiety, one reason... See, we were in a meeting, a church meeting, and the, the presence and the power of God came upon her, and she was set free. Well, when that happens, a lot of times, that's a temporary relief. Mm-hmm. You, the Lord is giving you relief. He's helping you out. But just because He helps you out doesn't mean you lose uh, your will. You don't become a robot to right. walk in perfect victory. Right. And Victoria stayed free. Why? She had a habit of prayer, spending time in the Word, and putting the Word into practice. That's how she stayed free. See, it's one thing to get free. It's another thing to stay free. Amen. And one way you stay free is having a lifestyle of prayer. Praying in other tongues. Praying in the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Rivers of living water. Flowing out of it, yeah. So don't be pulled in different directions. So number one, we're going to collect ourselves. Mm -hmm. Or worried about a thing. That was number two. We have a word mm -hmm. for each worry. Number three, be saturated in prayer yes. throughout each day, offering your faith-filled request before God. What is a faith-filled request? Full of the Word. You know, there's a promise that I don't think is really, it's not preached often, and we need to preach it more, I think. And it's John 15, verse 7. Jesus said, this is a promise from the Lord Jesus Christ. He said this, if you abide in me and my words abide in you. To abide means to remain. It means to live. If you live in me and my words live in you, you will ask what you desire and it will be done for you. The original Greek seems to say something like this. It will come into being. Hmm. That's like creative. Yes. If it's not there, God will make it for you. Amen. Amen. That, that's like, think about it. But you have to fulfill the, you have to fulfill the condition. Mm -hmm. You live in Christ. His words live in you. You'll ask what you desire and it will be done for you or Amen. it will come into being. Amen. So don't be pulled in different directions. Don't be worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer through it, throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before the Lord, Lord with overflowing gratitude. Yes. It's impossible to have overflowing gratitude and stay in a place of anxiety and depression. It's also impossible to pray in faith without, without thanksgiving. That's true. It goes both ways, you know. Because when you pray in faith, you believe you receive, and so the only thing left to do is, is offer your gratitude. Amen. Amen. Then it says, tell him every detail of your life. Mm. I love that. I mean, whenever you talk to God, it's prayer. Mm -hmm. But this paints a picture of um, a relationship, like a father and their child. Mm -hmm. 
you know, I remember like when the kids were little and they would come home from school and they want to, as soon as they bust through the door, tell you everything. Mm -hmm. A picture like that. Tell him every detail of your life. Amen. Yeah, so prayer, you know, sometimes people, they pray religiously in two ways. There are those who go to more of a ceremonial type of church, you know, where, you know, the leader says something and everyone repeats in harmony and it's, you know, you know, it's all of that. That's religion. That's just really dead ceremony, honestly. But you know, there's the other way that people do religiously. They think when you pray, you have to be like, real loud all the time. There is a place for that because a lot of times there's a fervent cry, a fervency in your heart to see something answered or to see revival or people get saved. And I understand that lifting up the voice and praying really loud at the top of your voice. I understand that. But what this is saying here is as you go throughout your day, you can be walking down the street. You could be in a crowd of people and no one knows you're praying except you and your heavenly Father. Because under your breath, you're communing with the Lord about every area of your life. You know, I think of that scripture, um, you'll have to tell us where it's found, but it's speaking in an unknown tongue, praying to mm -hmm. God, speaking. What, mm -hmm. what verse is that? It's 1 Corinthians 14, verse 2. says, If any man speak in a tongue... He doesn't speak to men, but unto God, for no one understands him. However, in the Spirit, he, he speaks, speaks mysteries. mysteries. And you see the word speak so many times, and you think about, you know, when we speak, mm -hmm. this is speaking. We're speaking. We're speaking. And, yeah. and in the context of prayer, yeah. this is talking about speaking with God. To God. You know, yeah. so it's not necessarily, hi God, how are you doing? <laughs> Actually, I was just with another evangelist, and he was says, how many of you, when you stand in front of God himself at the throne, are you going to go, like, like that? I, that might look really funny on TV, but that's how you look when you pray sometimes, you know? And, you're, you know, we're not going to get in the face of God and do that. We're not going to go, you know, it's not going to happen that way. You're going to be like, Yes. Yeah. I love you. Yes. Thank you for dying for me. Well, anyway, the, the picture this paints is speaking. Speaking. You know, as I'm speaking to you, I can speak to God throughout the day. Yeah. Tell him every detail yeah. of my life. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. Mm. What I love about that is it's wrapping up everything that he just said mm -hmm. and it shows us these steps that were taken it's not just to keep us sane yeah. while everything is still you know goes down the toilet yeah. right right it keeps you sane but then god actually gives you peace and sends the answer yeah, yeah. amen the amplified bible says it like this and god's peace which transcends all understanding shall garrison and mount guard over your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So in other words, it's like God is like a sends this large army around your heart and your mind to keep you to keep you to guard you from harm. Your soul can be 
protected. Your soul can be kept in perfect peace. Amen. Amen. What a wonderful subject. If, if anything, no matter where you're at in life right now, um, just understand if you've been struggling with depression, if you've been struggling with anxiety, um, just know this. It's not over. Yeah. Amen. Don't Amen. quit. Don't give up. Your life is valuable. You are very precious. And God has the answer for you. Mm -hmm. We're not promising you, oh, you know, sometimes you can be delivered in a moment. But sometimes it is a process. But yeah. as you put into practice the things that Victoria and I have been sharing with you, I'm telling you, you will have victory. Yes. Amen. Amen. You can live. The Bible promises it in many locations. You can have perfect peace. Amen. It's found in the presence of the Lord. It's found in putting His Word into practice for your life. You know, Jesus said, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me you may have perfect peace, or in me you might have peace. That's the power of the Word. Jesus cares for you. He cares for you so much that He paid the ultimate price so that you and I might have peace with Father God, so that you and I might have eternal life. Jesus on the cross, He died for your sins. He was buried. He rose again from the dead. He paid the price in full. And the Bible says if you confess with your mouth, that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised him up from the dead, you will be saved. Amen. Amen. Why don't you pray this after us? Victoria's going to lead you in a prayer. And uh, do this with all of your heart for your salvation in Jesus' name. Dear God. Dear God. I come to you knowing that I am a sinner. I come to you knowing that I'm a sinner. And I need a Savior. And I need a Savior. I believe that Jesus Christ is your Son. I believe that Jesus Christ is your Son. And that you sent Him to this earth. And that you sent Him to this earth. To live a perfect life. To live a perfect life. And to display your glory. And to display your glory. I believe that he died on the cross. I believe that he died on the cross. And shed his innocent blood. And shed his innocent blood. For the payment of my sin. For the payment of my sin. And so now I turn from my sin. So now I turn from my sin. I repent. I repent. And I ask you, Jesus. And I ask you, Jesus. To be the Lord of my life. To be the Lord of my life. I believe that you died. I believe that you died. I believe you were buried. I believe you were buried. I believe that you rose again. I believe you rose again. And you're seated at the right hand of the Father. And you're seated at the right hand of the Father. You are Lord. You are Lord. And I give you my life. I give you my life. Thank you for filling me now. Thank you for filling me now. Amen. 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 Praise God. If you prayed that with all of you... Your heart, Jesus, is now your Savior, your Lord. Your sins are washed away. Amen. Why don't you uh, contact us? Tell us about it. Uh, you can reach us at uh, impacttoday.tv. You can also reach us on Facebook uh, at uh, Global Impact Ministries, I-N-T-L. Um, there's many ways. You can find us on Facebook. You can follow us. But right now, let me just pray for everyone there who might be struggling with anxiety. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Father, I thank you for the beautiful people. And I ask you to set them free now. Yes. I ask that your Holy Spirit would thank work you, mightily in their heart and in their mind. 
Help them to know how much you love them. May your presence work mightily in them. Heal them of every sickness, every disease. Set them free right now. We command every spirit of fear, every unclean spirit, to leave them now in Jesus' name. We thank you for it, Father. We give you honor and glory in Jesus' name. God bless Amen. you. We'll see you next week. Impact Today is made possible by the generous support of the friends and partners of Global Impact Ministries International.